For a limited time at Sprint, get $50 for each new phone you lease when you switch. That's right. You'll get $50 for each new phone on a prepaid MasterCard issued by MetaBank member FDIC. Just register for the card online and you're good to go. Get a network built for unlimited and a great price at Sprint. It's the best of both worlds. And get $50 on a prepaid MasterCard for each phone you lease. Visit a Sprint store this weekend only for sizzling Sprint Saturday deals. Card terms, conditions, and expiration apply. Welcome to the Passionpreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan C. Green. Welcome to the Passionpreneurs Podcast. This is Ryan C. Green. This is where we help you turn your passions into profitable enterprises. And I'm your host, and I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you missed any of our past episodes or, or want more information on how to learn, uh, to become a passionpreneur and want more resources, make sure you join us online at www.thepassionpreneurs.com. Make sure you also join the email list, follow us on social media. Then you go over to ryancgreen.com, that's green with the E, for more resources and tools uh, and information about myself. You can follow us on Facebook at uh, IronRodG page. Follow us on Twitter at IronRodG as well as Periscope. Uh, we are excited about uh, this episode because today's show, uh, we're going to talk about, and today, uh, for those who know the book, uh, Becoming a Passionpreneur, I talk about 31 uh, ways to uh, 31 things you can do to really reignite your fire uh, towards becoming a passionpreneur. So as we go throughout uh, the series, I'm going to kind of you know put things out there and teach on uh, some of the very topics and have special guests uh, that we're going to discuss uh, those topics with more in depth. So today I want to talk about uh, the concept of replanting your seed. Uh, so when I get when we get in the book, the passionpreneurs, you'll learn about. Uh, replanting your seed, and what it starts with really is replowing your land. And um, when, when I talk about replowing your land, you think about a farmer, you think about your land, you know, every year you have to replow your land, and that means you uh, the old soil, you're taking up the dead grass, you're pulling up the weeds, uh, you're digging up and getting rid of all the old stuff, you're replowing it, you're preparing your land again for uh, what you're going to plant. And then the next step is to replant your seed. So as you're trying to become a passionate entrepreneur and you're looking through what's shifting into really living your most passionate life, and we talk about uh, replanting your seed, what does that mean? What do we mean by replanting your seed? Uh, you know, we're going to talk about that today. We have a very special guest on the line we're going to get to. Uh, but we want to talk about replanting your seed and investing your skills your, and your heart into fertile ground, you know, taking uh, those passions and, and following your passion uh, and moving that towards your new harvest. You know, some of us have been in situations where we've had one career, we've had one path uh, that we've taken, and then down the line, uh, life shifts for us. And then it's time to go a different direction. It's time to replant your seed. It's time to go in a new uh, direction and, and build upon what you've done. Uh, so I want to bring on our, our special guest uh, for this week's show, this gentleman, uh, we're from the same hometown. We went to rival schools, but we're from the same hometown. Uh, he is a woodlawn warrior. He's uh, a Virginia Tech Hokie, 
uh, and, and an Atlanta Falcon. Uh, so I want to bring on none other than the former retired NFL safety and the CEO and founder of the Carpenter's House, Mr. Keon Carpenter. Welcome to the Passion for Noise podcast. My brother, it's my pleasure, man. Man, it, it's great to have you on. And, uh, you know, I followed you a lot on uh, your social media. I always known who you were because in Baltimore, you know, in playing high school sports, you, you always keep a, a track of who comes from where you come from and is out there doing it. So uh, you uh, have always been someone I followed. It's a pleasure to finally talk to you, man. Oh, man, I, I just appreciate the opportunity, man. I appreciate the platform, obviously. You know, I, I like the good things that you're talking about and the, and the great things you're doing, man. So I'm, I'm just glad to be on. Wonderful. Now, I want to uh, kind of, we're going to go through your, your career. We're going to talk a little bit about your football career, uh, but I really want to talk about, you know, some phenomenal things after the game, you know, and I think that that's, uh, once once the, the spotlights die down, once uh, your, your name isn't plastered on ESPN every Sunday, you know, a lot of players are still out there doing great works, and you just don't get as much coverage, you know, about it. So when I, you know, see what you're doing, and even in researching uh, for the show what you were doing, I was even more impressed by some of the stuff that I was like, I didn't even know what you were doing was this big. Like, I didn't know you were doing so much. Uh, so we want to go, but we want to start back in the NFL, man. Talk to us about, because we have uh, young guys who are listening to, uh, you know, talk to us about your NFL career, kind of that journey that you had to take uh, to reach that goal. A lot of kids have that, that goal of wanting to be, that dream of being an NFL star, and, and you accomplished that. Uh, so talk to us about your journey, some of the things you had to go through, going through uh, high school, college, up to the NFL. Well, I mean, it was tough, man, you know, and, and, and you, you made key to the journey. Um, you know, you know, sometimes we, we, we want to do great things, but we don't, we don't we want to ignore the process of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything that I had to go through and I had to endure was, in, was a part of the process, was a part of the journey. And, um, you know, I had dreams and aspirations just like I'm sure a lot of young, young kids today, you know, um, at the age of seven, I wanted to go to the NFL. And, you know, with certain things that I had to sacrifice, you know, early on, you know, in my childhood that I had to give up um, to, to, be able to, to be able to get there and do that. So, um, you know, I, I tell kids all the time that, you know, if you're willing to sacrifice the things now, uh, you'll, you'll, it don't guarantee you anything, but it definitely puts you in position to try to get exactly what, you, what you're shooting for. Um, you know, because a lot of kids these days, they, they don't really want to put the work in. They just want to, they just want to mm-hmm. go straight to the NFL without, without paying some dues and, 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 and putting that work in. But, you know, I enjoyed the process, man. Um, you know, playing sports was my outlet. It was therapeutic for me. Uh, you know, everything that I had to deal with, you know, in, you know, at home or, in school or, you know, in the neighborhood, you know, football, sports, per, per se, because I played basketball as well. Sports was my my outlet where I could just kind of let it all hang out, man, for them two, three hours, you know, in practice, in the games, man, and just kind of get away and take me away from reality a little bit. And, and uh, just being able to travel from, <clears throat> excuse me, high school, college, and blessed to play eight years in the league, it was, you know, to kind of see it all transform and, and come to fruition, uh, it was just a blessing, you know, um, and, you know, God has a plan for each of our lives, and I just I just steadfast and I stuck with it, man, and, and he, you know, he, he, he gave me the opportunity of a, of a lifetime, and I, I just believe that I, I took advantage of it. I used the platform well, and even even now that I'm outside of the game, I'm still trying to use the, the platform uh, for his glory. 
Wonderful. And and that's what I want to get to next because, um, you know, I was reading your bio and I, I saw you had, you had a spinal uh, fusion surgery and so you got injured. Uh, but you, you, I want to ask you, when did you start planning for life after football? Like, was it something that once it was gone, you started thinking about it? Was it always your plan? I think a lot of times uh, people, they did plan for reaching the goal, but not life after that goal. Like, what's next? Uh, so for you, like, what happened? When, when when did you start planning after you were out of the league uh, that you were going to start uh, doing things? To be honest, man, it was, you know, we, when you're in the league, that's your first priority, mm-hmm. you know, um, doing what you got to do to take care of your family, take care of yourself. Uh, and it's really hard. It was hard for me to kind of plan for life after because I had put everything that I had into the sport that I love, and now it was a job. So I, I didn't really want to. I didn't really want that to take a a back seat. I wanted that to get my total one thousand percent attention, obviously, so that I could be the best that I could be and maximize the years that I was in. But it was wasn't until I, you know, started suffering some serious injuries that I started to, you know, look at, you know, okay, well, like what what am I going to do? Is this injury going to be the the one to take me out or or what? You know, and I got to start planning. think about life at the football because obviously that was a serious injury that I, that I incurred. Um, I was the only one at the time in NFL history to even come back from a spinal fusion. Um, so, you know, for me it was like, okay, I don't know how much longer I'll be able to do this. I don't want to really be keep putting my life at risk. Uh, and at the time I had a, a, a my oldest daughter and, you know, I had to start thinking about her, you know, and mm-hmm. the people that were depending on me. So it was around about 2002, and I didn't retire until 2006, so I played four more years after that. But, you know, I just prayed a lot and just, you know, like I said, just ask God, you know, what what does he want me to do? Because at the, at the age of 29, I didn't know. I right, didn't right, right. Do. I knew I, I didn't want to work for anyone, and, you know, I really wanted to do something that, that, that I was passionate about, and that's that's where kind of where he led me to just basically serve his people, man, and, and, and we incorporated the Carpenter House, and, you know, we've been in the game 10 years strong, man, just serving and, and you've done some wonderful work, and that's why I wanted to have you once. So I want people to, you know, hear more about the Carpenter House. And so let, let's get into it, man. We're talking about replanting your seed. You know, you kind of took your seed from the NFL and started replanting into the lives of other people. So um, let, let's to tell the listeners what the Carpenter House is, and we're going to go through some of your programs specifically, but kind of give us an overview on what uh, your mission and what you're doing with the Carpenter House. Well, the Carpenter House was birthed in 2005, and it, the, the initial mission was to provide permanent housing for single moms, single dads, and low-income families. Um, you know, I was raised by a single mom, obviously, with the help of my grandparents and, and my aunts and uncles, I and mean, they did a great job of, of creating that village for me. Um, and I've always wanted to, you know, had dreams of once I got, you know, once I made it, be it be professionally or in the workforce, I you know, I just wanted to have a platform where I can empower people to want to do better. And I think one of the biggest things in home ownership is, you know, just having people believe that they can actually own their own home. And um, so that's where that's where it, it kind of the the, the 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 initial mission came from. And then around 2008, when the market kind of went haywire, 
um, I had to develop other programs so that I can still serve the community. And that's where we developed uh, For My Kids, which is my mentoring program. We do, you know, our clinical mentoring. Um, we, we do SAT prep, workforce development, gain rehabilitation. Um, we pretty much do the whole nine yards uh, as it relates to being a big brother and providing structure uh, for a child that, you know, that may have had a troubled past and, and kind of want to do uh, the right thing. So we that was the first program uh, that we started. Uh, and then over the years, and we've helped over about um, 100 or so Yes, we have. We helped over a hundred or so people uh, get jobs, um, go to school, um, get degrees, and things of that nature. So um, I'm, I'm very proud of that program. And obviously, in the climate that we're living in today, um, things that are going on in the community with our kids, you know, they need that structure. They need that those guys, that those people that are willing to meet them halfway and where they are to try to help them kind of get on um, the right path. So um, obviously with that program, we have uh, another program. We have special delivery that started about seven years ago with 50 families, and we provided them food, clothes, and toys uh, during the Christmas holiday. Uh, last year we helped over 2,500 families. Uh, we were a blessing to them uh, over the Christmas holiday, man, um, just with the food, clothes, and toys. And this year obviously we want to exceed that, uh, exceed those expectations um, and what we're doing, because obviously it's a lot of more people uh, that that need help, um, and and you know in that light, and you know Christmas is one of my favorite holidays. We we want to make sure that every every child uh, wakes up with something under the tree, and every every family has food on the table. Um, Shutdown Academy is our third program. Uh, that, this is about five years old. My mentor, Dion Sanders invited me to Atlanta five years ago uh, to a tournament that him, him and Jamal Lewis, they all had youth organizations they were doing. And I took 200 kids from Baltimore to Atlanta. We took them on college visits to uh, mm-hmm. Georgia Tech University and Clark, Atlanta. So they, got, they, got, they were able to see two spectrums, uh, one from a Division One college and one from a historic HBCU. And then they played in a tournament against Deion Sanders from his team from Texas, and some other guys had some, you know, some teams from all over, and those those kids competed well. But it was experience of a lifetime getting kids out of the inner city of Baltimore and exposing them to two different things. And uh, that program has just taken off. Now we operate year round. We we've added at pretty much baseball, basketball, cheerleading, uh, softball, lacrosse, pretty much all sports. And we have an after school program. And uh, in 2017 and 2018, uh, Shutdown Academy will be a charter school. Um, oh, elementary wow. and middle here in Baltimore, and uh, a charter school, a high school charter in Atlanta. So, you know, um, everything that uh, you know we pretty much started has grown, and it's all in uh, pretty much empowerment, enrichment, education of our children, of our families, um, and uh, you know we, we've been just taking taking off uh, ever, ever since. I mean, ten years been a long journey, but. You know, I've enjoyed the process, the bumps in the road, but we've been able to help thousands and thousands and thousands of people along the way. You know, and I was going to ask you, and you kind of, I think I know where you're going to go with this, but I want to ask you, what is your greatest reward that you think you've received? Uh, You know, being in the service industry, I know myself being an author and a speaker, you know, sometimes it's it's a thankless job. You're pouring yourself, you're pouring out so much, and you want to help people so much. Uh, but what what is one of your greatest rewards that you've gotten from the ten years of work you've done? 
when you see a kid that you helped 10 years ago and he's now graduated from college and he's doing successfully well and it could have gone the other way and, you know, mm-hmm. I get a phone call or a text uh, from, from from him and, and his mom or parents and just pouring out to me and just with love and, and just thanks and gratitude for, for you know, the time that I took out and my staff that wanted to help. For me, man, that is priceless. You know, for that that's all that's all I want from them is, is to to be grateful and then to turn around and do what I did for them to somebody else. And uh that's that's been the most rewarding because now every kid that I've touched, you know, they even want to start their own nonprofit or they wanna come back and be a mentor to the younger kids that we're helping today. And I and I think that's the message, you know. It it sounds cliche where you each one, you teach one. Um it's like you know, it's it's it that it's really it's really that, and and those kids they got the message, they're doing successful, and now they want to in turn, you know, come back and give them themselves for somebody else. And that that that's awesome. Now, for people who are listening, maybe um, there's some kids listening, also parents who are listening who want to get their kids involved. Uh, how can people get involved uh, with the the Carpenter House or well, specific, any other specific programs? Yeah, they can go to our website and look at all our various different programs. Um, and if you know, if you want to volunteer, or if you you, you want to in, you know enroll your child, or you know you want to sponsor, whatever it is, is you know there's information on our site www.carpenter-house.carpenter-house.org. Um, you can go there, uh, and you can also follow me uh, on any of my social media. Uh, sites. Um, I'm on Instagram at Keon Carpenter 29, on Twitter at Keon Carpenter, um, and then on uh, Facebook at uh, Keon Carpenter's House. And I'm always um, either trying to deliver some powerful, po- positive, uplift- uplifting messages, or I'm telling folks about the next next things that we got coming up and how they can be involved. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure people got it. It's uh, K-E-I-O-N. That's how you spell Keon, so make sure people able to find you. Um, so um, last question, because people are out there and they're trying to, uh, their passion is to help someone else. Their passion is to uh, get out there and provide some kind of service, some kind of help or upliftment to uh, a, a population, and they're running into a wall. They're running into certain obstacles. Uh, what can you tell our listeners on how they can overcome certain obstacles or how you were able to overcome and keep persevering uh, to be to this point where you're about to start a school in two years? You got to stay the course. Um, mm-hmm. You just got to stay the course and understand that you got to you got to accept the good and the bad as part of the process, and, and, it's, and understand that it is a part of the journey. You know, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Mm-hmm. And you use one of my favorite words is persevering. You know, being able to to persevere through those tough times. Um, you know, where it looks kind of dark and looks kind of glam and it don't look like, you know, the, the things that are, that are set before you are going to come to fruition. But, you know, you know, God, has, you know, he, he, he never fails us. And I just always believe that the road that he put me on was for a purpose in a, that's bigger and greater than mine. And uh, with that comes a huge responsibility that we got to accept what, 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 what comes our way and, it's not about getting knocked down because we've all been knocked down. You just got to get up, dust yourself off, and you got to keep going. So I just encourage you all that, you know, those that, you know, want to give back or want to serve, 
uh, don't let the fact that you may not have the financial means to discourage you because the biggest thing you can give is of yourself and is of your time. And uh, if, if, if we all just thought that and just gave our time to help someone else, uh, this world would probably be a lot better. So I just encourage you all, especially in the times that we're living in right now with so much negativity going on, you know, it doesn't take money. It just takes your time and want to pour into somebody that might need a positive word or some encouragement um, to try to help get on the right path. And you might, you may not know you could be the one uh, that offer just a little beacon of light to somebody to help change their life. And, and I think that's all I'm doing. I don't think I'm doing anything great or anything special. I just, I think I'm doing just what I'm supposed to be doing, and that's just being a blessing to others and trying to, trying to help some folks get out of some mess that, you know, maybe, you know, situations and circumstances that allowed them to be in. It's definitely great and definitely special for people that you're serving. Uh, but you also you have a book, right? I mean, is it out already? I see you have a, a book on your website. Yeah, it is uh, covered. The Father's Athlete, you know, I, I wrote that book, and it just talks about growing up without a dad and mm-hmm. how I was able to, you know, persevere through those situations and, and, and how I struggled even to my adult manhood of, of, of that emptiness of, of not having that true relationship with, with him. And, you know, it was something that I wanted to kind of spark, a, you know, a, a national conversation because it's a lot of athletes, for whatever reason, that grow up that have made it to the NFL or NBA or MLB that don't, that their fathers, our fathers weren't in our lives. And I, I want to know what, you know, what's that about and, 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 and why. So, right. you know, that, that book is, is, is pretty much the good, the bad, and the ugly of my life from birth uh, to my senior year in high school, uh, you know, the most critical years of our lives, of my life, and how I was able to, to, to make it through um, without having that male figure there to, to kind of help me guide in those situations when, you know, you don't really want to talk to your mother about about everything and, and he wasn't there. So, yeah, I think it's a great read. Um, it's it's kid-friendly. Um, and, you know, I've got a lot of great feedback from some folks that that could relate to some situations that they're dealing with right now uh, with their children. Wonderful. Now, I, I definitely appreciate your time, and, and I love what you're doing. You know, uh, anything I can do to help, I, I, I come out there, speak, do some workshops. Might even get out there on the field once or twice. You know, I used to coach, so I, I got some skills, Keon. You know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so definitely call me. Up. You know, I, I can do what I can do, and definitely help with uh, any kind of way. Uh, give out your contact information one more time for those who listen, so we they can get in touch with you. The website is www dot carpenter dash house dot org. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Keon Carpenter. On Instagram, I'm at Keon Carpenter twenty nine. On Facebook, I'm uh, Keon Carpenter's house. Uh, and you know, you can reach us at any. Reach me at any of those outlets. Uh, the website is probably the main one. And somebody will reach back to you or with whatever needs. If you need help, if you want to, if you want to help or whatever it is, uh, you can just go right there, and we'll be sure. Uh, to have somebody reach back out to you at our earliest convenience. All right, wonderful. One, well, thank you again. That is Keon Carpenter with the Carpenter's House. Uh, again, this is Ryan C. Green. You listen to the Passion Panoras podcast. We give you great information every single week to help you uh, pursue your passion, but also to make a positive impact in someone else's life. So uh, make sure you uh, check us out again at www.thepassionpreneurs.com. Uh, you can check me out at ryancgreen.com. It's green with the E. Make sure you tune in next week because next week's show. We're going to have Mr. Edwin Avent as a guest on our show. He is the founder of Heart and Soul Magazine and is now also running a uh, 
television network, uh, Soul of the South. So he's going to be our guest next week. Uh, again, thank you for Ke- uh, Keon for being on the show. And uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, talk to you next week. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Passionpreneurs Podcast, a production of Greenhouse Media. To listen to past episodes and to subscribe to our email list, visit www.thepassionpreneurs.com. I'm Ryan C. Green. Thanks for listening. Skydiving. This is amazing. Yeah, but you know what else is amazing? An iPhone 6S for just 49 bucks at Metro. Really? Imagine streaming all the way down with that amazing camera. I'm switching. That's smart. You know what else is smart? Parachutes. Woo! Switch to Metro and get an amazing iPhone 6S for only 49 bucks. Metro by T-Mobile. Phone offer requires port in of number not currently active on T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.